0: desert diaries hello arizona calling and i've got a question for you if you are an adult listening to this and you're not a teacher when was the last time you went back to school But it's been ages. For me, it had been absolutely ages. And I've been at school twice this week for the first time in a very long time. Firstly, I went to a school, which is what they call colleges and universities here. Where do you go to school? Harvard? You know what I'm saying. So I went to school. I went to speak at a class of very intelligent and super confident college students I was not that confident at about 19. It was amazing. But they were all students at the Walter Cronkite Journalism School here in Phoenix. It's part of ASU, Arizona State University. Now, Walter Cronkite, in case you don't know, was a newscaster. He was the main anchor on the CBS Nightly News for nearly 20 years, all through the 60s and the 70s and into the 80s. Although he was a reporter long before that as well. He was dubbed the most trusted man in America. That's how he was known. How people's opinion of the news has changed eh, over the last, well, generation, especially news here in America, where half the news channels are not seen just as fake news, but are utterly reviled by one half of the country, whilst the other half of the news channels are hated by the other half of the population. Partisan news is still something that Utterly astounds me as someone who was raised on the BBC. News is so binary here. You can literally be sitting in a bar or a diner with MSNBC up on one screen, Fox News on the other screen. They'll be reporting exactly the same story, but it will seem like they are two completely different stories. Even though they're talking about the same thing, because a lot of the reporting is based on the opinion, the editorial opinion of those channels, not the facts. And when you understand that, it's easy to understand how a large percentage of the population here still believes the current president did not win the election. There's a reason they believe this, because they've been told it again and again and again. Although I'm pleased to say it was a mere few hundred adult voters I mean still adult voters but only a few hundred of them who congregated at the grassy knoll in Dallas this month to wait for it wait for the return from the dead of John F Kennedy jr not his daddy was actually shot there in Dallas Texas but The son, also now deceased, of course, who was then, according to a prophecy, posted online going to announce that he was running with Trump in the 2024 election. I would love to tell you I'm joking. I'm not. Literally look it up. Do take a deep breath first, but look it up. It really did happen. Apparently, an ardent supporter of the ex-president predicted this event by using numerology and enough people believe them. Not only to show up in their hundreds, but show up prepared with Trump JFK Jr. T-shirts and flags. Now, I'm not sure I need to tell you this, but the ghost of John F. Kennedy Jr. did not appear. But, you know, a few weeks on, some of the crowd are still there. Maybe he's just late. Must have stopped off on the freeway for a burger. I mean, it beggars belief. Back to Cronkite. As I said, he was dubbed the most trusted man in America. It was he who told the nation of the deaths of John F. Kennedy, actually, and of Martin Luther King and John Lennon. A broadcasting legend is what Cronkite is known as. Hence the journalism school in Phoenix. Actually, it's in the top 10 of media and journalism schools in the whole of the United States. I went into the class, invited by their lecturer, my friend Regina, to talk about one of my other podcasts, American Vigilante. Number one true crime podcast in the UK, got to number one in the charts. Hi. Thank you for listening. It was really interesting to discuss the kind of deep moral and ethical questions that I wrangled with whilst talking to Casey on this podcast, the man who is the American vigilante, and particularly interesting to hear how a young, diverse group of future journalists had thought about it. It was really good fun, couple of hours. (laughs) Although my outstanding memory of the class was when a young Native American woman laughed so hysterically... She nearly cried. (laughs) Why was she laughing? Because I told her about being outside in my garden on the sofa. Do you remember when I saw the two scorpions on the floor and they were between me and the door to the house and I didn't know what to do because I didn't have any shoes on? (laughs) She looked at me, incredulous. Hang on. You were outside in summer, in Phoenix, at night, with no shoes on? Why would you do that? I tried to explain that nothing stingy or bitey is really going to come for you in England. And summer nights actually are usually spent huddling under a brolly anyway. But she literally couldn't hear me for laughing. It was very funny. Later in the week, I went back to school school as we toured a prospective high school. Because that, unbelievably, is where the teenager will be heading next year. I found... The whole experience, utterly surreal. It literally felt like we were in a film. The football jocks at the one end of the hallway, bro, 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 encouraging all the new students to sign up. The science geeks demonstrating experiments at the other end of the hallway. My husband spent a lot of time talking to them. He found his people. There was a school tannoy system that made me feel like I was in Greece. There was a choir singing show tunes in the auditorium. It was genuinely like I was in the Breakfast Club or Mean Girls or Heathers or Clueless. just overwhelming and a million miles away from the tiny middle school or junior high that the teenager's currently at. And her stunned face reflected exactly what my insides were saying. Is this really happening? Is this our life? So surreal. We walked past a long list of the clubs available to students, from science club to chess to every sport to debate, and we found the International Students Club, Oh, look, I said to her, you could join up this. And the very friendly students excitedly told us they had both an Italian and a German joining the school next year. I imagine they will feel exactly just as stunned as we did. Talking to some Scottish friends, they said their daughter had attained a summer school earlier in the year and had been made to stand up and introduce herself as the international contingent, despite living here in Phoenix for three years. She's come all the way from Scotland, said the teacher. Are you ready for this? And yet, her English is already great. (laughs) The teacher, the teacher said that. She's come from Scotland. Her English is already great. I mean, I was astounded. But that's nothing, said another English friend of mine. He'd been in a supermarket where he'd been asked by a member of staff, where was he from? England, he'd replied. How long did it take you to learn the language, the man asked with genuine interest. I tell you, after two and a half years, sometimes it just still doesn't feel real. I'll see you in the desert.